kind of open. <laughs> like kind of open in the middle of the live. So people probably were like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> people get on. They was listening to you. <laughs> we are back. We are back. Technical difficulties. Uh, Toddy's phone's blowing up from all her deals coming in. So <laughs> we lost her. But she's back. She's back in it. We're gonna give you're gonna give you guys uh we're gonna give it a couple of minutes. We'll get back on the on the show. You are a fool. Huh? I said you are a fool. <laughs> her phone was blowing up. Sorry, guys. We was calling her. We're we're privileged to have her here right now. All right, all right, cool. So <clears throat> we're gonna pick up where we left off. Uh obviously wholesaling when COVID happened. Um it, it inspired you. Um, what what happened? So to walk us through the pinnacle where it was like you were doing whatever you were doing because we don't know what you're doing yet. And then you into, you know, wholesaling. So I was um, serving on the strip. You know, I've done sales a few times in my life. I made good money. But mm -hmm. at this point, I was serving, putting myself through college. I'm like, I have a small eyelash business. I'm like, okay, I'm going to yeah. sell these lashes, build my way up, whatever. And then uh -huh. um, I met someone who built wealth through wholesaling and uh -huh. acquired like 50 rental properties, cash flowing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is he doing? How How is he doing this? He's just chilling, mm -hmm. making all this money. And um, I start just paying attention to what he's talking about, wholesaling. When COVID happened in March, March 11th was the last day I went to work. I'll never forget this. COVID was rising like crazy. They expected us to still be coming to work. I stopped showing up and I mm -hmm. was basically calling in every day. And they were like, all right, we're shutting everything down. Um, I took that as an opportunity. I'm like, I'm getting unemployment. Um, I'm sitting at home. I need to do something. There, I'm sitting here, you know? So I just was watching YouTube. Watching YouTube. Listening to mm -hmm. what they said to invest in, invest in lists, invest in this and that and that. I bought the stuff. I got mm -hmm. started. I used my unemployment money to fund everything. And I just started getting yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Use my unemployment money to start funding my business. Let's go. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, I, I would say one, good I, money in unemployment right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't lie. I think 2000. What was it? I think I was 20, 21, 22. I collected unemployment for like a full year and I used it to uh to launch my clothing line. So I think I was 21 years old. From yeah, I was 21. I think I used unemployment for a full year. So I'm definitely with you on that, using <laughs> unemployment to do your business. Um, Don't tell me. <clears throat> I'm you're good. I'm not a snitch. So you're you're in all you're in good hands over here. Now, as far as everybody watching, I can't can't defend everybody else. So be careful what you say on here. Uh, all right, dope. So you use you use your unemployment to start your wholesaling business. Um, first time ever doing real estate or? Um, I got my real estate license when I was 19. Didn't take it seriously. Just messed around. Didn't do a deal. Gave up. Start selling timeshares with my real estate license. And um, first, time first time taking it seriously. Yeah. But I've known about real estate. I've loved real estate. I love... Um, houses in general. I actually got into this because I was thinking maybe I'll do rental property investing. Maybe I'll do wholesaling. And I, I'm now I'm doing both. Yeah. Now you just bossed up. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, being a realtor at the age of 19, 
um, to you doing wholesaling now. Um, we're not going to go into your age. I've learned my lesson. You don't ask I'm a woman 26. her age. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, I knew that. I just didn't know if you wanted everybody else to know. <laughs> I don't know um, old yet, so I'm okay with still telling it, but maybe in a couple years. Okay. Okay. Perfect. 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 <laughs> so 26 years old, you're doing now. Um, what's the difference from getting your real estate license at the age of 19 to doing wholesaling now at 26? What's the difference? When I was 19, I didn't understand the concept of work equals money. I, in my head, I was still in an hourly pay mindset. When I was cold calling as a realtor, I had so much self-doubt. I'm 19. I drive a beater. No one's going to take me seriously. I had all these excuses for myself. I was cold calling. I was like three hours a day, but the confidence wasn't coming through because I didn't have it. And then I just gave up. Um, and also, no one tells you, but being a realtor is expensive. It cost me almost $4,000. And I was 19. That was like everything I saved. So as a 19-year-old saving, like, oh, I'm going to be this great realtor. You spend all your money. I tried for six months, was cold calling. And then I just was like, nope, I spent all this money. I wasted all this time. Let me go work. And the, the time to your job with my real estate license, I was making a lot of money there. But at the end of the day, you still have a boss. And honestly, as a realtor, you still have a boss. So mm -hmm. being a realtor wouldn't have been for me anyway, because I hate answering to people. I love working with people, but I hate the fact that someone could call me and, and yell at me and say, where are you? You're supposed to be here. Um, right. Now I'm 26 and I'm really disciplined with myself and with my time. Like, I know you follow me on Instagram. It's weird to correlate this, but um, I used to be like close to 300 pounds and I mm -hmm. disciplined myself and I lost a lot of weight. And then, like, when I did that, when I was um, about 23, 24, that was my first time in my life disciplining myself and accomplishing anything, honestly. Just mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to do this and doing it every day till I got to that goal. So I just told myself, if you could do something that you struggled with your whole life, you could do anything. And honestly, like, when you see these people on YouTube and stuff, they don't seem particularly genius or anything like that they obviously just work hard so i'm like let me just work hard and i mean you know because you do it but it took probably 15 18 hours a day i'm sleeping like four hours a day still to be to keep it real with you but i don't mind because i'm 26 if i do this till i'm 30 and i get to where i want to be who, who cares you know i'll sleep then come on <laughs> has now entered into the room <laughs> that's right that is tight good stuff i love it i love it I think that I admire is uh, obviously is your ambition um, that you are up before me sometimes <laughs> and the, the, the way you control your atmosphere is dope. Like you set the tone, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's one of the greatest things that you can ever do when you're an entrepreneur, right? Is knowing what you're walking into. Uh, my mentor, Frank Kern, who was the first ever internet marketer to do a million dollars in a day online, he says, wow. if you could prepare for every disaster, you can attack them in any day. So watching you, you know, you know, some of the text messages where you're like, you know, today's the day. Like I'm getting four deals. I'm getting five deals. Like I'm doing this. And I'm like, God, like your belief <laughs> and confidence is through the roof. But it, it's brings that you're going to get, you know, uh, did you get to that mentality. How did you get that mindset shift? Obviously, probably. I don't know if it was there your whole life. I don't know if it wasn't there. Um, but where you're at right now, you're operating like, like, like you're Beyonce in a sense. Oh my gosh. What? Are you serious? 
So, so how did you get there? How did you, you get know, to that? Like you, first of all, you're gassing me because you know that's the utmost highest compliment you could give a woman right now in 2020. So, well, I mean, Beyonce's not the best, but she's up there. So, I we're not going to deal with that right now. <laughs> Semantics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, to be, believe it or not, I'm mm -hmm. like not this confident person that I. If you say it, it's going to happen, and I, I'm a strong believer in that. Um, mm -hmm. My biggest thing growing up and now has always been reading books, and I think the type of book you read will make you who you are. Mm -hmm. I still struggle with, with self-confidence, and I still struggle with, will my dreams come true? But mm -hmm. those thoughts, literally, like, as soon as they enter, I have to push them out with another thought. And mm -hmm. it took me a long time. Like, I'm going to be totally transparent. I don't know who's on this, but... Um, I'm not like a mentally strong, this person, like I've been to therapy. I've been through self-constructive things to bring me to this point. I mm -hmm. um, invest in myself, in my mental health, in my uh, mental strength. Because when you listen to people like that gentleman you were just talking about, or Grant Cardone, or people who are billionaires and very successful, who mm -hmm. have done it with speed and who have maintained that success, they all tell you the same thing. What you think in your mind and what you say out your mouth is your reality, period. Mm -hmm. So um, every negative thought, I look myself in the mirror and tell myself like 10 good things about myself. And any negative people immediately have to get out of my life because I don't have any space for their drama or sadness to cloud my vision. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with family and friends, sometimes it can be difficult, but... When you are clear with people they, and they can get on the same page as you with your vision and they can understand mm -hmm. and get on board, they actually become part of your energy protectors. A lot of people I know didn't understand that, why mm -hmm. I had to protect my energy, why I had to pull away from them. And I had to sit down with some of my close people and say, hey, look, I'm on a mission here and I would love for you guys to come with me. But if you can't, um, I'm just going to need my space. And mm -hmm. we're not going to have no conflict. We're not going to raise our voices or argue. This is going to be positivity till we get to the goal. And if you're going to be on my team, that's how we have to operate. And like you said, controlling your environment. As soon as you get that negative energy, that, that person has to go. You have to control it. And um, when you feel that negativity, I imagine like a white light around myself. And I do everything I do very spiritually. It's not all logic. You know, I'm mm -hmm. a woman. I'm emotional. And when I get a bad vibe, I don't go with it. I don't go with that person. And... Um, Reading reading books will help you for sure. Get there we that. go. <laughs> come on, come on. Hey guys, do me a big favor. Toddy's dropping some gems on here for you guys. Throw some hearts up there. Throw some thumbs up. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you're giving some some great information, man. I think a lot of things that you say is very transformational for people. Um, if they can just grasp it. One of those things being negative vibes and negative energy. Um, having those, I like to call them, you know, negative energy suckers people who take away the motivation away from you, people who try to, you know, create a disaster in your atmosphere that creates a distraction from where you're trying mm -hmm. to go in life. And so I think you, by you saying that, um, if people can just grasp, if, if your circle of friends that you kick you with and none of them are creating nothing for their legacy, it's probably time for you to shift your circle, you know? Um, and I think that's dope that you said that. So now you're dropping bombs, right? So you guys are going to give some hearts, some thumbs up, and some likes because she is dropping some bombs on here. Um, we're going to go into some real estate stuff. Uh, wholesaling, right? That is what you're doing. You are, obviously, I say you're crushing the game. Um, your first deal, how did that feel? 
Um, first, walk <laughs> us through it. Walk us through the the emotions of your first deal. Because I could tell you my first deal, and I could tell you my emotions, and it probably won't be your emotions. So walk us through <laughs> your first deal. Um. So my first deal was actually probably like my second week cold calling. I'm like very unconfident, very nervous, but I got the, one of the nicest old dudes on the phone. His uh, father-in-law just passed away in January. He has these tenants that haven't paid. It was a duplex up, down. The up hadn't paid in months, was supposed to be evicted, but he just mm -hmm. has so much going on. He's an engineer. He has money, just kind of just a problem property. Get rid of it, right? Mm -hmm. It was rehabbed in 2018. He bought it for almost 70000 He really overpaid because that's in the area that um, the AR, the after repair value or the value of the home was only about 55000 So he knew Yikes. he overpaid. Um, the distressed properties in the area were selling between twelve and 15000 And mm -hmm. he, I could tell he really just didn't want this. He had two properties. So I made him an offer on both. One of them was a much better property. He said no to that offer because at a wholesale price, it wasn't attractive. This one, he accepted my offer of 15000 Obviously, he just wanted to get rid of it. So I'm right. like, okay, cool. When he said, yeah, like it was crazy. I was like 15000 I just stayed quiet because that's what they say to do. Say the number and just shut up. So I shut up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He said, you think that's a good offer? I'm like, yes. He said, all right, send the paper. I'm like, oh freak away so i send the contract through docusign he signed it immediately you know we're talking on the phone we're doing the deal it was kind of tough because there was tenants and the one that wasn't paying was really difficult but they started just mm -hmm. getting their maintenance man to let people in now it's coronavirus there's tenants they do not want people coming in their home so this was another issue so i had so many little roadblocks um but i was able to get the buyers contractors in there i got a few offers I accepted mm -hmm. an offer for $28,500. Yeah. And it was like when the money came. <laughs> so it was funny because my second deal ended up paying out before my first deal because the process was a lot quicker because I didn't have to deal with tenants and all that crap, but um, right. all that stuff. But um, so my first payment was actually my second deal, but it didn't matter because they came in like within two days of each other. So I was still on the high from the first deposit into my bank account. It felt like the whole world was vibrating, like my hands, my face. I was like floating. Like I felt like I just won the lottery, but I know how much work I put into it. So it's not the lottery, but that's what yeah. it feels like. Like I just hit big. I can't believe this happened. Like I made more money in this little short period of time. I was working on the strip, you know, I, it's not like I wasn't making money. I was making good money, but in a month I was able to make what I made in a year there in my savings account. So it's like, I cried. I was like, my life has changed forever. I hugged my three-year-old son and I just was like, I just felt like we made it. That's really what I <laughs> And I still feel like that. It still feels unreal. Every yeah. time somebody says yes and signs a contract, I get this little butterfly flutter in my heart and it's the most exciting thing I've ever felt. I couldn't be happier. Um, of course, there's downs and ups, but I literally couldn't be happier. Word. So, so is it safe to say you love what you do? I am obsessed. Like, um, I can't get off the computer if I wanted to. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, I, I feel you. I think when I first started, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I probably watched every podcast you could think of, and I watched every YouTube video you can ever think of, especially of Max Maxwell. I watched like every little video. <laughs> You would think started that, from like, the no. beginning, his first one, and just work my right, way. You would, think, you would think he's my best friend. I know everything. 
I know they own the radio company. I know every little thing. So, um, I obviously I fell in love with the business model too. Um, I love the team. Absolutely crushes it. I have a team of what now? It's eighteen people that work for me. Wow. Um, so it's phenomenal. We've grown. I think we've done close to thirty deals this week alone. Um, wow. We got closings like the next two weeks already in escrow for the month. So. Things are obviously moving pretty great for us. Y'all coming, um, y'all coming for them people. We coming, we coming for them people. I'm glad that there's a warning out there. <laughs> we are coming for we them are. people. <laughs> but you're coming for those people too. So you're in a, you're in the same reason I'm in. So it's probably I'm, I'm pacing. I'm jogging. Y'all there. Thirty in a week. That is nuts. I'm congratulations. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah, we got a, we got a long way to go though. So I mean, we're not gonna jump up and parade just yet. Um, we're working on a lot of different things. Dupree, what to do, bro? Um, your first deal. I mean, we didn't. Are we are we safe to say you know how much your deal was? Or yeah, this... I mean, so um, I locked it up at fifteen. Uh, got it off at twenty eight five. So total, it was about fourteen thousand six hundred thirty six dollars. No, yeah, fourteen thousand six hundred thirty six dollars was the payout. Um, this deal I didn't have to pay anybody on, so that was all me. I threw 100% my, profit. Yeah, I threw my friend who's out there, my boots on the ground, all my boots mm -hmm. on the ground, and I have become friends like you know, really yeah. good friends now. So, um, I, I threw him 300 bucks because he um walked the property multiple times, he brought like a bunch of different buyers to the table. We didn't close with them, but I still took care of him. So besides that three hundred dollars, it was it was all profit. Um mm -hmm. and that it it was just clean, easy, you know, no back taxes, no liens, nothing to go through. It was just like smooth. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I, I had an issue with my first deal. Um, but we're not gonna talk about that. Why not? One one day before closing. <laughs> Everything hits the fan, so uh, we're not gonna go into that. That was oh my god! But did it close? No, absolutely Aww. not. And I was supposed to make like eight thousand on that deal too. Aww. Yeah, it was it was a very frustrating day. Um, and I think I was dealing with the, the closing attorney, and he doesn't answer his phone, so it was just emails back and forward until the last day before closing. He decides to call and lets me know, "Hey, you probably shouldn't close on this property." Um, so, but it's all good. I mean, we live and we learn. Um, hey, I just literally had three deals fall out in like two days, but in the meantime, yeah. acquired five. So it's like, you just got to be moving fast enough to replace them <laughs> Yeah, because you can't get them all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we lose deals all the time. Um, that's just part of the nature of the game. My mentor shouts out to Max Fish. Um, he told me, man, you're going to lose 30% of your deals. So, um, I'm always prepared for it. I mean, we had a fat, fat deal last month. That was supposed to close, and we lost it to title issues. Oh, no. And it was because it was a nonprofit business. And I mean, a nonprofit building. It was a church that hasn't been, it hasn't been open since 2002. Oh, wow. But because they didn't do what they were supposed to do when they were operating church, um, nobody would put title insurance on the company. <laughs> so we lost a big deal on that. But I mean, hey, it's all good at the end of the day. You live and you learn. Um, you said you, you know, you took, you had 100% profits. You obviously spoil your boots on the ground. I do the same. I then became <laughs> great friends with some of my boots on the ground. Um, they call me talk sports now, anything is just, it's all love. It's all fun. What would you say 
where are you at now? Like, do you have a team? Are you, do you have people working for you? Obviously you'd bossed up. We, we can tell you bossed up, but where are you at now? Is it just you? It's, it's, um, it's, I have a VA who helps me with cold calls, um, mm -hmm. that I pay hourly. So that's super efficient. Just part of the marketing budget. Um, I have a couple boots on the ground. Uh, I got actually lucky with one of my boots on the ground. He's sales manager with like 10 years of training, ex NYPD cop, like just super solid dude. I got lucky ran into. And mm -hmm. he's like kind of my on the ground closer for when I have like very elderly people who can't use the internet and they're like, oh mm -hmm. no, DocuSign, they're freaked out. So I have him, mm -hmm. um, but that's more people that I can just pay. As far as me and my team, um, I have a friend who does acquisitions, so he pretty mm -hmm. much just cold calls and I'll give him a percentage of all the deals he locks up. And then I do the rest of the process, uh, very small, mm -hmm. just pretty much us two and VAs and boots on the ground and stuff. Um, I want to expand into markets. So right now my next step in this is I'm doing market research in a few different cities. Um, mm -hmm. you, you super inspired me. I'm not going to lie. I have a little competitive nature in me. And when you told me, you know, your story and how quickly you were able to get into different markets, I was like, dang, you know, I, it's all mental. And I put this mental roadblock onto myself. Like, you know, maybe it's going to take me time to get into mm -hmm. each market, but you're right. It, it's speed, it's speed. And, and I think I'm going to get into, um, this new market with my acquisitions guy. And I want to continue to do this in as many markets as possible that I could find reliable boots in the ground. So that's where I'm at going to the next level scaling. I was able to remove myself a little bit from acquisitions. Um, so now I'm able to focus on scaling. Yeah. Let me, let me go alert my office real quick. Cause I just believe we said we have competition now. So let, let me let them know that there's somebody on here that's calling us out. Not you. No, I'm just kidding. You. They'll, probably, <laughs> they'll start calling everybody. We'll be locking up deals. That's dope. That's dope. I think for me, man, I think when I first got started, one of the biggest things that was for me, I got on the phone and, um, you know, one of the guys I was talking to, I'm not going to mention his name on here, but he was like, yeah, you know, for every 50 deals, typically you land a contract. And I was, every 50, every 50 conversation you land a contract. And he was like, uh, you know, these VAs are going to bring in maybe two to three leads a day. So I started thinking. I was like two to three leads a day, one VA, 50 conversations, one deal. I'm probably going to get one deal a month at that rate. <laughs> and um, I, I, I was like, oh, that's not going to work for me. So literally 24 hours, I hired like five people and was like, we're going for it. So we went from like in our investor fees inside of Podio, we went from having like one, two, three leads a day. To starting to get, I think now we're getting anywhere. One VA gave me 16 leads last week. Amazing. Um, yeah. So now obviously we got what is it? Nine callers, three text managers, and then we have a dispo team. So oh gosh. I'm I'm one of those people where you put me in the game. I just you just gotta say, hey Nate, this is the game, this is how it works. Here's your here's your equipment, play. I'm one of those people. But if you tell me to watch, study, create a strategy, I'm going to lose. But if you just put me in there, I'm going to adapt to my environment. Dude, and that's and the so, type of people that win in this because you have exactly. to just do it and learn as you fail. Exactly. I just need to fail quick and fast. Yes. And I've occurred so many problems. You think I get all the time people tell me like, man, I think you've been doing this for 10 years. I would think you've been doing this. Buyers for tell sure. me that all the time. I'm like, man, I went through, I went through hell my first month. So I think I've occurred Dang, there are so many problems that you can even think of. I didn't experience everything. Um, so, so may I ask you something on this? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Go ahead. So 
how did you select, I should say, the, the, the VAs, of course, you know, they have mm-hmm. those services, but how did you select your American team members, may I ask? Is there people you already know? My next thing, I want to scale. I want to move. Mm-hmm. I want people I can trust. So I'm just kind of yeah. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so I'll be honest, shouts out to my personal assistant, Joanna Sims. Um, so Joanna is my best friend's mother, but, um, she used to have us in the living room and she used to have us going to prepaid legal, uh, little briefings every Thursday night at these hotels. So she was prepping us for business. Like when I was like 19 years old. Oh wow! Um, and then when I saw like Max had Francis as like his go-to right hand guy. And obviously, you know, Francis is older than Max. I was like, maybe I need somebody with more wisdom, you know, than me, somebody who's more seasoned, somebody who's been around money way longer than me. Somebody has more knowledge. I need that on my team. So she came over, I think to my house for like dinner. And then we had a talk. I said, Hey, I'm about to go after this new venture. I fell in love with this business model. Um, I'm excited. You know, I need you on my team. And then she was like, I'm in baby. You know what I mean? She was already a motivational self, uh, self empowerment coach for my company before. Um, then my brother, uh, Rochelle, shouts out to Roach. Um, he already did sales in his regular business and his regular job. Um, and he was hype, you know, and he was like, he's always wanted to do real estate since I've known him. And again, I've known him since I was like 21. And so he's always had this idea of doing real estate. So when I told him, I was like, yo, I'm about to launch my real estate business and we're about to go crazy with this. And he was like, yo, I'm in B. And so he had just lost his job. So literally everybody came to my house that week, first week. And we was like, so what the hell do we do? <laughs> and then we got on the phone and we're <laughs> right. talking to people like, hello? So, yeah, you want to sell your home? And I think I was such a rookie because people were like, yeah, you know, um, I want 283. And I'll be like, I, mean, I can give you like 280. And then no room for like no ARV, no room for the investor oh retail. Um, and I we just flopped, man. We flopped so much. But. I, I firmly always say this. If you have been to any of my seminars and you guys are on here, you guys know what I'm about to say. People that make mistakes make money. And so I'm ready to make every mistake, you know what I'm saying, just so that I can get to my success. But my team, um, my American team, that is, um, man, I, I got those two. I moved over my sales manager from my other company. I brought him on full board with me. Um, Shouts out to Frankie. He's a monster on the phone. He's been working for me for three years. Um, so that was like my main three. And then I found like a killer VA. Shout out to Jan because I know he's on here. And I found a VA that was on Max Maxwell's YouTube channel. And he was on Max's every video commenting. And then Max changed his life in the Philippines. And, you know, he loved, he loves real estate. And then people were commenting. And then he left the Skype address. And I sent him a message. And he was like, yeah, man, um, right in like 620 at this other company. But you know, due to COVID, it may not go on, so I don't know what's going to happen. So I offered him seven bucks full time to work for me, and uh, he came on. I'm talking, he 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 helped build this thing all the way out. Wow! And uh, now he's actually not just a cold caller; he's actually acquisition manager, and he's locked up three contracts in the last week on his own as as my VA. That's amazing. So that's how my team grew, right? I took I kind of took what's around me. I've always been one of those people who's like put the hood on too. You know, if if that's the language we want to use, but you know, put the people on around you that that want it. And so I don't say that in a odd way, because you know, a lot of times we do what we do for our family and our friends anyway. Yeah. Um, we want to see our family flourish, but sometimes your family don't want to do what you do. Yeah. And sometimes the biggest way to help them is by you becoming who you're supposed to become. Um, so 
that's what I had to learn. I had to learn my atmosphere, learn who was a benefit to me. Joanna is literally the heart of my business in a sense. Even she's like a mother, but she is so beneficial and essential to this business and to my team. Rochelle is like my right hand sales rep. He is amazing on the phone. And then you have Frankie, who's just a silent assassin. And then you have Jan, who kind of runs the whole VA army that I have. So that's how I built it, man. I just took what I had around me and I put it together. I'm, I'm very proud of you, man. I appreciate it. See, the podcast has switched over to interviews with Nate now. Now I'm I, here. <laughs> it's now all I was good. Gonna pick your brain some way, somehow. I'm like, you got me on a podcast. I'm gonna ask you some questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. That's dope, <laughs> guys. You guys get some value from either one of us or from both of us at the same time. Uh, y'all give some love on here. Let's see some thumbs up and some hearts. Also, if you maybe you have a question for her, for Tati, then I will feel free to ask her and then she can answer it. Um, in the meantime. I'm going to ask you like two more questions because I don't want to be on here all day. Um, your goals, your goals. It's July. It's the beginning of the month. Um, what is your goals? So um, my goal this month is for my business to generate $100,000 in revenue. I want to pay my team $30,000. I know they're lofty goals. Um, right. I, I started the end of June really mm-hmm. good. Um, my VA is cold. He's, he's getting like good now. Um, things are picking up. My acquisitions managers is, is good. And these relationships I'm building, with these buyers are good. And I'm thinking about scale. So July, that's my goal. I'm setting my goal high. I want to hit that goal. I want to pay my people. I want everybody to be happy and fed. You know, a lot of people's unemployed and I feel so blessed to be able to, to put money in people's pockets. So I want to pay. Yeah. I want to get paid. And then August, um, I want to double it. I want to be in two more markets and I want to be doing double. Yeah. Come on now. That is dope. That's dope. That's dope. hundred K month. I mean, that's a goal. You know, you have to set your goal high. I'm not saying yeah, I, I, I'm going to get it. but <laughs> You're going to get it, though. But I'm going to get gonna it because you know why? Like, I made these and I put them all over my room. $100,000 July. And it's everywhere. And it's, uh, you know, I say it to myself all day and all night. And they say, shoot for the moon. You might land on a star. So I'm shooting. Yeah. I love I love the sign in the room. I'm a fan of anything Which in your one? room. The sign. <laughs> <laughs> the sign to the right of me to the left of you. Um, to the calendar. To the calendar. Oh, the sign nobody, over here. Is it this uh, right here? This right here. Nobody will outwork me. And then she has the 100K month in July. Then she has the vision board. That is dope. <laughs> that is dope. Then You're over here, I got my uh, my little wall of tools for when I'm on the phone with sellers. Um, I have like my quick rehab calculator, my quick little rebuttals um uh-huh. my little you know reminders match tonality assume rapport you know because i i find myself in the midst of conversation getting distracted caught up in the conversation yeah. sometimes so i just have these little um excuse me reminders but that's uh-huh. that's the whole thing like um your environment like what we were talking about mindset like this a hundred thousand dollar plan if you have these things surrounding you 24 7 uh-huh. um because that's what I did when I first started. You know, I said, <laughs> I said I'm gonna make ten thousand um, dollars in a month wholesaling. That was like my goal. I'm gonna make ten thousand, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat myself what I made in serving in a month. Um, and then I just blew that goal out of the water. So I'm like, all right, 
if I say 100K, what if I blow that out of the water? Who knows? It could happen. Right. And then I could borrow some money. I got you. <laughs> I, got you I love up. that play. I love that play. Sick. That is sick. Nate, I love you, the- so, you playing because you are like running an operation. I'm like a one man little jib on the corner, and you got the whole Starbucks. <laughs> no, I'm doing okay. I mean, we're not Starbucks yet. We're butter be- we uh buzzer beater coffee over here. We're not Starbucks yet. We're trying. We're, we're trying to get there. I'm I the think- man with the cart out at the bottom of the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us, I think I think for us, we have uh, like I said, um, I think last last month we ended with what seven deals. I think this month we'll probably end with like fifteen to twenty. Um, we yes. have a lot of unseen buyers right now who just buy unseen. Um, like today That's we signed awesome. a we signed a deal, we sold it in an hour. Um, so, I mean, that's like the best benefit to us is that we've built great relationships with our buyers and literally that we just have them in the tuck. We shoot them a text, we send them an address, they send us an offer back. And so I think that's one of the dope. Also, shouts out to Ms. Gonzalez, who's, uh, she's like a realtor on my team, um, on my dispo side, she's in Tampa, Florida, Orlando, Florida, but she's a monster too. Um, so I think, you know, I think we're, I think we'll do a little bit below you. You know, we'll we'll let you we'll let you win this month, and then we'll win next month. You just, uh, you're just so modest, and I honestly love that about you. Yeah, I just I mean, for me, I I come from nothing. I don't come from a lot, you know. And so, I've I've made a lot of money. I've, I I can't say that. I mean, I do. I drive a Maybach, so I I've Ethan. I've been there. But for me, it's like I want to just help people. I just want to see people do good. Right. I want to see people like you who got the signs up, hit 100K a month. Like, I want to see you go crazy and get to 50K in it, like 50K in a week. Like, that's what's dope for me. And um, and I'll always be that. I'm a, I've been this for life. I've never changed. I'm the same person. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. That keeps me grounded at the end of the day. I'm actually one more question. Is that cool? Of, of course. I'm here. I need a story. About what you and a seller that you will always remember. Ooh, you want to hear the one today? <laughs> is is that gonna always? Are you gonna always remember this story? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because I, I got some stories for me where it's like, yo, <laughs> I can't believe this happened. Go ahead. I want to hear. I want to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> my my, I done had some situations where it's it just be like, yo, this is crazy, but. I want to hear a story that you'll always remember. I have a, cu- I mean, I have a couple. You know, you know where my market is, and you know this town is kind of crazy. It's not like a a little regular town. It's super um, opioid epidemic. You know, just one of those one of those cities mm-hmm. where people don't have a lot of money. So um, I, <laughs> I don't even know if the story is appropriate, but so I was doing this deal. Um, been talking to this guy. It's funny because we're doing another. He got like three houses. We're selling all of them now. But this guy was weird, like weird, weird, creepy, right. weird. So I was talking on the phone with him. Everything was cool. He seemed like a cool dude. I, I started with text, got on the phone, did the numbers. Everything was good. Sent my dude out there because he doesn't do the computer. Got the contract. He's an older dude. So my boots on the ground always protect themselves when they go to these properties. Of course, they have to. So my boots on the ground shows up, um, knocks on the door. The door swings wide open. Nobody's there, though. (laughs) 
So he gets kind of creeped out because it's a house with a board on the window. It's kind of in a sketchy neighborhood. So obviously he's not going to go. He knocks on the door, yells, yells. And this is the one that used to be a cop. So he's, you know, he's not about to just walk in there. So he leaves. The guy calls back. He goes back. Mm-hmm. This weirdo's like, oh, um, sorry. I um, didn't answer the phone. Didn't answer the door an hour ago. Mm-hmm. I stayed up really late watching adult videos and I just went to sleep at six in the morning. He's like, okay, that's a lot of information, but whatever. Okay. In the contract, sorry, someone's called me. They signed the contract and everything. Then he calls him and starts asking questions about me. And he's like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking about her voice when I was staying up all night. Now I'm still having to like do this transaction <laughs> with this with this guy and now it's like really awkward. And he's calling, texting like a lot. So um I kind of had to call him and just be like, "Hey, I'm going to be out of the office, so I need you to deal with Eric and um and stuff like that." So Eric took over everything as far as all mm-hmm. that went and um he's a creepy dude, honestly. And I I didn't expect that dealing with you know business mm-hmm. and professionalism but there's some weird people out there you don't know what you're gonna get and now you know we got two more deals going on with him but mm-hmm. that's why it's important to have boots on the ground for situations especially i mean it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man if someone makes you uncomfortable um you know stand your ground and have someone else take care of it just mm-hmm. i just got myself out of the situation that was kind of like the weirdest kind of situation where i was getting blowed up by the seller and I mean, he, he doesn't even know who I am. This mm-hmm. is just someone who obviously has, you know, a problem. But we sold yeah. the house, and we're going to sell the other two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've had a, not that kind of deep situation, but I've had a situation. <laughs> I've had something like that before. I've had something like that before. I had a seller, and, you know, we talked we talked on, a, like, a Sunday. Um, and then we set up a time to meet. I had my boots on the ground, go to her house, and... She asked her, she said, uh, how, how long have you been working for Nathaniel? And she was like, oh, I've been working for him for a while. And I know she said, he sounds very handsome on the phone. Do you have a picture of him? And she was like, no, I don't have a picture. I'm just like, what key, does he have a Facebook? Can you go to his Facebook? So she goes to my Facebook and she goes, oh, yeah, he is fine. Yes, Lord, he is fine. And then says, he would be perfect for my daughter. <laughs> well, my daughter had me on Facebook. Her daughter asked me on Facebook, and I do a follow-up call always after we do an inspection, me or my assistant, um, and I said, hey, you know, hey, miss, how did the inspection go? She goes, boy, you are fine. Did you know that you fine? And she goes, tell your mom she did a good job with you. And I was like, hmm? I'm sorry. Did you see a picture of me or something? She's like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, the young lady showed me your Facebook. And she's like, don't worry. My daughter already added you. You better not be single. Cause, because my daughter is coming for you. That deal went south. We did not oh. sign the contract. <laughs> um, and still to this day, I think we did a follow-up call the other day, and she was asking, where's Nathaniel at? And Why did it go south? Because you didn't add her daughter? No. So it went south because the property wasn't what she said the property was. Okay. So the property was just horrific. Yeah. And it was scary to a point where it was just like, uh, yeah, we can't do nothing with this. So we made her an offer. And she got kind of, you know, she didn't like the offer. But um, to this day, her daughter, you know, still adds me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the little situation. But, I mean, it wasn't that far deep like yours. 
but it's a very similar situation and I have seen it happen. You know, I've seen some similar happen to my assistant when she got on a call with somebody before and the guy started sending pictures. So mm-hmm. I have, I have seen it. I have seen it before. I can say that. It's a fine, you know, real estate is one of those businesses kind of like the restaurant industry where people get a little comfortable across the line, but you just got to finesse through it and have people on your team to kind of have your back. And I'm so happy I'm virtual. Like I was telling you the other day, I don't have to meet these people. I don't have to feel like I'm in danger going into houses, going in and do all that stuff. So I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have it any other way. Yeah, I'm 100% will probably always be virtual. Um, except for when I, you know, get my doors, like I was telling you, um, when I start building this portfolio, other than that, I probably won't be doing no inspections. I won't be showing up to nobody's door. Um, but you know, I am grateful for the boots on the ground. Shouts out to my boots on the ground. Cause they all dope and they all with it. If anything goes South. So some, no, no one better try anything. That's dope. That's dope. How did you feel? Thanks for being on the podcast. How you feeling? I feel great. I'm, I feel it excited inspired i'm so glad to be in this business and meet people like you i feel like um you and i have a great future together we're gonna make a lot of money yeah i'm planning on sending you every deal to dispo so that you can do your thing so for the people that's watching that's probably on the fence wondering if they should start wholesaling if they should start doing real estate what would you suggest them what's your last leading words for these guys you're on the fence there's something called prop stream it's 14 day free trial. That's free 99. Go get a list, skip trace it. That might cost you 50 bucks. Call it and just do it. Don't do anything else. Go to prop stream, get a list, skip trace it, call it. If you're on the fence, just try it. Um, like Nathaniel said, like I said, and like anyone who gets deals will tell you the only way to do it is just to do it and fail. If you do and you don't like it, you're missing out on money, but that's on you. But imagine you do it and you get a deal and you change your life and you make 10, 20, 30 grand this month. It'll change your life forever. And um, nothing to it, but to do it, you're following the right person for sure. Nathaniel. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. If you're on the fence, get off because it hurts. <laughs> probably not going to feel good. You're probably not going to be able to sit down for a long time if you're on the fence. All right, man. Thanks for... Uh, tuning in guys this toddy she is phenomenal make sure you guys follow her she has what is your instagram again wholesale hot wholesale so hot underscore wholesale and then my instagram's hot toddy but you want to follow the real estate one my regular one's boring (laughs) follow she gives tips and tricks she just did a cold call zoom she's killing the game um when i do this virtual two-day event i plan on having her speak again so if you guys are rocking give some love give some love we are out of here peace lego come on thank you so much